Jennifer is passionate about self-care and wellness and wears multiple hats. She's the co-founder of Elementary Naturals, a green skincare brand based out of Toronto. She works as a public elementary school teacher with experience teaching music and French to kids in grades one through to eight. And she's also a new mom to an eight-month-old baby boy named Theodore. Today, she'll join me in discussing how to promote wellness in oneself and how to foster that in kids. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to this week's episode of Lean With Care. I have a really special guest and a very dear friend, Jen from Elementary Naturals. Jen, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you, Karen? I'm good. Thanks for asking. I'm actually really excited to get back on the recording scene, even though, you know, it's been, I'd say, a couple of weeks since I had been recording. Um, But I'm so grateful that you're my next guest I know you have a lot to share. Why don't you share with everybody a little bit more about who you are and what you do? First of all, thank you so much for having me. I am doing a podcast for the first time, so it's really exciting. (laughs) And I love that you have this platform about mental wellness because I find that it's not something that we talk about really in our everyday lives. That's right. It's still pretty taboo. So the fact that you have this and regularly you're recording with people who are talking about mental wellness and mental health and how to promote that every day with themselves and people around them is really awesome. So kudos to you. Oh my God. Thank you. It's something that needs to be more normalized because it is part of our day-to-day routine. We all experience situational anxiety. We all experience our highs and our lows. We all have mental health. There are those ups and those downs. It's okay to talk about openly. And it also gives way to that openness and communication. It builds trust in relationships. And it's all the good stuff that we all need more of in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. And I think normalizing that people are not always happy or always positive is something that we need more of in society. Because as you said, there's ups and downs. We're not always up. We also have downs. And as I was thinking about how to prepare for this podcast, I realized whenever we ask someone, hey, how are you doing? And we just kind of know them in passing, their automatic response is good or doing well, or I'm okay. And the most we'll ever say how we're doing in terms of mood is I'm okay if we're not happy or if we're not doing well. So that's definitely something that perpetuates the stigma of mental health is that we're all doing great. Yeah. Don't ask any more questions kind of thing. Funny enough, you say that somebody asked me that a couple of days ago. And in that moment, I was not okay. I wasn't. And my reply was, I'm okay. Thanks for asking. I appreciate that. And that's, that's typically because A, I didn't have that level of comfort with that person. So it's kind of like, should I just, I can't open up Pandora's box because I would have to explain situation A, B, C, D, E, F, N, G to let them understand everything. Um, But you're right. In other instances, even when there is a lot of comfort, I don't want to project that kind of energy onto somebody else. What I have found that has worked Um, And I don't do it always. When they ask me what's going on, are you okay? Like, is everything all right? 
I'll follow up with, with a comment like, you know, no, things are not okay, but are you in a position to receive that energy right now? Like, do you want to hear that? And so I ask them for that. And if they say yes, most, most often than not, they say yes. I've had some people say, no, I'm, I'm not ready for that kind of energy right now. And I respect that, you know, but in most cases, they're, they say yes, and they're open to it. And, and they've thanked me after. They're like, you know what? I've never actually had anybody ask me if I'm ready for that. And it, as weird as it was, I really appreciate you asking. That's really cool. I had never heard of that before. And definitely, I can see the value in you asking because say if you did say, okay, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. And I didn't really know you that well. I'd be like, okay, well, I'm sorry, but I have to go do this now. (laughs) Because that is the culture we live in. And I think that for you to lay that out for people, you know, if it comes up, I would know what to say and other people would as well since we're recording this. So thank you, Karen. Oh, uh, no problem. I'm sure many of us will be using that from now on. Like yeah. I know I will. I will awesome. just, I'll probably say if I'm not doing well, I'll say, well, I'm really not doing well today, but I don't know if you're ready to really hear about it kind of thing. So it's respectful. That's what it comes down to, right? Is honoring and respecting somebody else's time and their energy. And it's so easy to transfer that kind of energy to somebody else. And you don't do it meaningfully or intentionally. It's just because you're in that moment and you're heated or you're upset or you're sad and you just want to release it to be able to let it go. But you also don't want to have them now walk away with that kind of energy and project that to whoever else they end up seeing throughout the day. Because that's that happens. Absolutely. Do you want to tell everybody a little bit more about what you're doing currently in your life as far as your passions, your hobbies, um, you know, your career paths? Yeah, so I didn't answer your first question yet since we spent some time (laughs) talking about how we were doing and how to unpack that. So (laughs) hi everyone, thanks for tuning in. I'm Jen and I'm a public school teacher to elementary school kids in Brampton as well. I'm the co-founder of Elementary Naturals It's really exciting for me to be on this podcast with Karen because she's such a mentor to us in this community of parents. A little bit about my business, Elementary Natural, since we're talking about mental wellness, is that I always grew up loving to shower. It was sort of my (laughs) escape from everyday studying, playing the piano, busyness. Play the piano? Yeah. So. Wow, I can't believe I didn't know that. Okay, carry on. We will come back, touch base on that after. (laughs) Yeah, so I really love taking showers. (laughs) And so that's why my husband and I make soap. And it's so essential to self-care. I mean, whatever you're doing in the day, you're going to take a shower and you're going to be away from your phone, from all the problems you have. And you're just going to be taking care of yourself with that 10 minutes, 15 minutes you spent in the shower. It's amazing. I've had both moments where I've had the greatest ideas come to me in the shower. So I felt really inspired. And I've also had moments where I use the shower as a way for me to just release all that energy. So I, I'll, I'll cry in the shower. I'll go in and I'll let out all of my emotions. And then I'll also visualize as I'm, I'm shedding those tears and the water is flowing down, 
that it's releasing all of that, that negative energy. And you're right. It is definitely an essential part of self-care. Yeah. And I like how you have that, that sense of dealing with your own emotions in that way, because at the end of the day, you're going to be there for yourself when nobody else is. So that's why self-care I find is so big and nurturing that mental wellness in yourself. I mean, that's your biggest investment is just yourself. I agree. It's also very important in the particular products that we're using on a day-to-day basis. So not only the food that we're ingesting, but the products that we're using on our actual skin, which segues into your fantastic and amazing products. I use them myself, but I'm, I'll, I'll let you explain a little bit more about how you, you know, how you and Kyle both came together and created and developed such a needed product. Kyle and I, we've always been pretty passionate about soap and self-care. Me more so than him. (laughs) (laughs) But I always used to buy all natural soaps from companies across Canada. So after a while, I realized I really like these products, but I didn't want to keep paying for shipping. I wanted to be able to source them more locally. And then I found that we didn't really have that here in Brampton, GTA area. So, well, this was a couple of years ago. And I also wanted to make sure that they were palm oil free because the environment is really important to us. And products that have palm oil, you'd be surprised how many there are, but they're responsible for deforestation of tropical oh. rainforests, which affects a lot of wildlife, such as orangutans. Wow. So, yeah, I couldn't in good conscience just keep using these products that were all natural, but had palm oil in them. So palm we, oil. Yeah, exactly. It's turned Crazy. into chocolates and all kinds of food, teas. You would, one would assume, meaning me, <laughs> would assume that palm oil, because it is a derivative of a plant, that it would be something that would be healthy for for us to put in our on our bodies or to consume. But you're telling me otherwise and just hearing that. I'm an advocate for anti-animal cruelty. Hearing that that affects the orangutans and just even the wildlife is a big no-no for me. Exactly. And you'd be surprised because there's so many products that we use every day. If you just look at it, say if you're having a chocolate bar today, look at it and see if it has palm oil in it. Whoa. The orangutans and wildlife. And nobody feels good doing that, right? Like I think when people know more about it, then they can make more conscious decisions. So that's the challenge, guys. You've heard, Jen, anything that you're ingesting or consuming, take a look at the back for today for the next 24 hours and see how many of those products actually contain palm oil. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully we can make little changes together, you know, as more people become more aware, we can make better consumer choices. And that's why we have you. Well, that's why I have you. (laughs) Oh, well, Karen, you provide a lot of value in so many people's lives too so you're the sweetest and while we're on the topic of self-care something I really like to do is I love to go outside for walks just to get that fresh air and sometimes I'll listen to a podcast oh is it lean with care (laughs) (laughs) definitely one of my favorites yeah I listen to all the episodes you're the sweetest I did not pay her to say that guys (laughs) yeah I think it's incredible that you have this podcast because you're putting yourself out there every single time you record. So good for you. You too, girl. 
I don't know if you guys realize, but Jen, this is her first podcast recording, and you're a complete natural. I'm a one-hit wonder. What can you say? <laughs> so I love going outside, listening to podcasts, or sometimes I just like to put my phone away because I find mm-hmm. that the phone inter- interferes with our mental wellness a lot, like looking at Instagram, comparing ourselves. And it's not that we want to compare, but we're curious, right? And it's natural to be thinking about how we are doing in relation to other people. I think it taps into the whole survival instinct how can we become a better version of who we were yesterday it's so easy to look outside and like outside of our internal locus of control and see our competition you know and and i use competition just very loosely as far as like other people within our our own industries could be very triggering from time to time so i totally get where you're coming from especially within the last few months Social media has not been a friend of mine for multiple reasons. You know, people feel passionate to express what they want to express and they're entitled to it as their platform. But sometimes you don't agree with what you see or you don't necessarily resonate with that. And, you know, that can definitely play a a big factor in your overall self-esteem and just the way that you view your relationships in general. It's definitely a trigger for sure. Yeah. and. The fact that all of us or many of us are still inside, it's been a few months of this pandemic, we're all more on our phones. So we're even yeah. feeling more of that isolation, but ironically being connected. So yeah, quote unquote connected, but through social media, it's kind of a paradox. It really is. That's exact. Um, I was reading in an article recently, they were saying that now obviously we have the best technology that we've had in decades and Uh, Social media is meant to connect us, but what it's really doing is disconnecting us from being in the present moment. Absolutely. Just a little tidbit, Jen is a part of the OFBB Focus fam. I value the family members and Jen is definitely on the top of that list. She has been a part of the group that has single-handedly helped me build the hub, the family, and the community to what it is today. And having those communal calls that we were having, it was such a great support, especially during the the first few weeks of the pandemic where everyone was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? How am I going to survive? How are we going to get through this? And we didn't all have the answers, but we knew that we had each other and, and that we wanted to be there for one another. I think the community is a huge part of mental wellness too, is like, you're not just on Instagram interacting with your followers. These are real people like your focus family. We would see each other every week or every, like it was a regular thing. And being a business owner and an entrepreneur can be so lonely for everyone. I mean, you just take out your credit card, try to invest in your business and you want to feel the support. So I feel like you've definitely created that sort of community. Well, it's been in part thanks to you. <laughs> it's been oh, well, like you had to, you had to create it though. Ah, uh, thank you. I'm working on accepting, <laughs> accepting compliments. So I will say thank you respectfully, <laughs> but it's true. It, it wouldn't be where it's at without each and every one of you guys. And I know I may sound like a broken record, but I truly mean that, you know, I and can really appreciate you too. We really do. Girl, I love you. You know oh, that. <laughs> yeah, I love you too. Going into this new school year, 
not only as a business owner, like you've said, it's very isolating already, but then add on the the worldwide pandemic and how am I going to survive in this business? But you also see and play a vital role on that opposite end as an educator. And now going into the schooling system, I, I'm frazzled myself and I'm not even a parent. So I can only imagine how that's making you feel. Yeah, it's, nerve-wracking I feel like I'm not that scared about going into the building because I need that sense of routine I mean being as a new mom it's been really hard I can barely tell day from night it's gotten better because he's almost nine months now but the the first few months it's just so hard mentally there's no end of the day you know when you work at a job okay it's five o'clock or it's four o'clock time to go home see you later with a kid, there's no end of the day. So the days wow. would together, the weeks, the months, and it's almost nine months, which is crazy because the time has gone <laughs> by so slowly and so fast at the same time. Oh my gosh, Theodore's nine months? Almost nine months, yeah. Almost nine months. Oh, he's such a cutie. Yeah, I know. It's great that I can take him to my um, Instagram lives that I've done with you. He didn't come to this Special one. guest. You would hear him go and eh, eh, like every ten seconds. So not this time. Sorry, guys. Okay, we'll have a we'll have a podcast recording with just uh, the OFB babies. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a really difficult decision that some parents have to make. Relevant of what you've decided to do as a parent, whether you're taking you know the in in person experience or you're doing the online experience. Do whatever you feel is right for you, your children, and your family. And the rest of us, we should just be compassionate. You know, it's not our decisions to make. And therefore, it's not up to us to judge or criticize somebody for what they're deciding to do. For sure. And we never know what kind of family situation everyone has anyways. We just kind of do the best with what we have and who we are. And I think that even perpetuating that, that culture of understanding of acceptance of compassion and love is what we all need to do more of. And like you said, that you hit it right on the nail. We have no idea what kind of battles anybody else is is fighting. Social media is very much a curated space. Of course like the best you have to offer yes for sure and it's good to keep that in mind too because when people are looking at other people's feeds you only see the best so you assume only the best is happening yeah exactly it's not true not everybody's perfect everyone's just trying to find what works for them and but if, nobody's perfect Karen. no definitely not Absolutely not. And I don't think, I think that word too, um, even when I use it or when I say it, it kind of makes me cringe, you know, because it's been something that's been engraved and etched into us. You know, as, as adults, we definitely have to help nurture our inner child. A lot of the trauma and, you know, the PTSD or just the emotions that we carry currently as adults have all stemmed from our childhood. And that doesn't mean that our parents were not good parents or anything like that. It just means that that's just how we process them. Yeah. And based on what you said, and I completely agree with it, is we have our personalities and the way we think based on how we are raised. And if we have kids, well, I have one now, we can perpetuate that if we're not thinking about where our energy or intention comes from. Intention. That's a huge one. That is a huge one, Jen. 
the the overall energy that I'm that I'm feeling is that a lot of people are looking to go back to their roots, meaning they do want to reprioritize their lives and they do want to put themselves first. And and if you think about it, depending on what age you're at, but you've basically been like this your whole life. So to recondition yourself, it's not going to be an overnight fix. No. It's not going to be something that you do one day fully and then you're like, oh, I'm saved. I'm a new person. You know, it's not. It's an everyday continuous work in progress. We're all used to hearing, oh, you just got to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And, you know, everyone pushes you toward that end goal. But nobody really, really allows for you to understand the importance and the significance of the journey there. I think that's the most, that's where the real gold is. This is why I really love your podcast, Lean With Care, because it's the way I perceive it is that you're talking through the discomfort, you're recognizing it, like your motto is turning pain into power. And yes! <laughs> uh, regardless of where people are in their lives to address things that are making them sad or angry or all those negative emotions, yep. just try to recognize them instead of suppressing them because once you recognize them, then you can learn to move on and actually turn that into some kind of productivity for yourself and learn to grow from that. Exactly. I really recently came to the realization that like I might have um, issues with codependency and I'm, I'm learning to sift through that. There have been relationships and scenarios that have come up for the, I, I can, what I can see from the last decade, different, you know, different scenarios, different experiences, different people, but it's all relative to the same triggers. And it's something that I'm extremely mindful of currently, which is why I decided to put myself first. I wasn't doing that for at least the last six months and my body started paying for it, started paying the price. If I don't have not only my mental wellness, but my physical wellness, then I'm not going to be able to produce in any other aspect of my life, period. Yeah, I'm with you there. And I almost feel like your mental wellness is more important than your physical health because the quality of your thoughts determines the quality of your life. And the way you see yourself, your self-talk, you know, how you perceive yourself and what you think you can achieve, that Mm -hmm. all dictates what you actually can achieve and what you can do with your life. Exactly. That, that internal dialogue, it can make or break you (laughs) definitely. Um, And I do think that if you don't have a a proper uh, structure, as far as um, what will help you strengthen that mindset, whether it's through affirmations or journaling or yoga or activity or mindful walks or anything really, you know, that's going to help elevate that self-confidence, you know, that self-esteem. Because like you said, the way that you talk to yourself on a day-to-day, that internal dialogue, if it's constantly putting, you're putting yourself down, which we are all our own worst critics, that's a given. But if you're not able to flip that script on that dialogue, you can be your own worst friend. For sure. And the scary thing is that the way you talk to yourself is the way that you will also see other people. Like if you don't value yourself, how can you value the people around you? Exactly. Going back to starting back up to work in September, you're comfortable, you're confident, you're ready which means that that's the kind of energy that you're projecting onto these kids. So I think that that's really reassuring and it's comforting to know that whoever is going to be in your class will have a leader that's going to teach them that it's okay. Yes, it looks different, but you're going to show them particular skill sets or tools that they're going to be able to use so that they're not living in that fear. 
Right. Part of my confidence of going back in September is a lot of just knowing that nobody really knows what's going to yeah. happen. <laughs> so just kind of letting that go too, instead of feeling that anxiety, Right. I find helps because at this point, a lot of teachers say if they're going online because there aren't enough kids at the school that they were teaching at, mm. they have to go online. They don't even know what their assignment is. And it's just a few days away from the start of school. So kind of just embracing that unknown has helped me a lot too, since I was anxious about it a couple of days ago, since, as I said, a lot of kids are leaving the school. So my package is changing. Like I will oh, be wow. at the school, but it won't be core French, which is what I was doing full time. But yeah. they won't be able to tell me exactly I'll be core French and whatever it is. So oh, a bit of anxiety from that. I would have to say I don't feel completely comfortable because I'm still nursing Teo. So I still have to go home at lunch and feed him. But I feel pretty good because at least I'll be able to tell you what day it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's a great start. My <laughs> feeling good is knowing okay, today I'm doing this. Like there's an intention to my day. And not not to say that staying at home as a mom, there's no intention to it. Of course right. there is. But I'm so used to having a routine every day. It's the structure that you're used to and that you're comfortable with. Yeah. And that's okay. You know, like I'm huge on intention setting. I start my mornings first thing. Today is going to be a great day. And typically that's me looking in the mirror telling myself that telling myself that today is going to be a great day, irrelevant of what, of what comes up, of what emotions, you know, manifest. Things could be a lot worse and we got to make the best of what we have and be grateful for what I have. It's like I sit there and just focus on your breathing for five, 10 minutes or however long it's, the, the meditation is. So the breathing I've been able to um, get a little bit more better with, it's, it's in the thoughts and guiding the thoughts. What would be some of, you know, the useful tips that you may offer to parents or perhaps business owners or anybody in general that have worked for you? Yeah, I really liked how you mentioned meditation because I, I sometimes do it. I used to be more regular with it. And as you said, it's hard to just have your mind clear because there's always thoughts that come up when you're doing the breathing exercises. But also, like you said earlier, it's a journey. So it's not that you want perfection. It's that you want to get somewhere. So even with those thoughts coming up, you're still probably going to feel that sense of calm at the end of your meditation session. So I used to do that more regularly. And I would use this app, Stop, Breathe, and Think. And I would Ooh, use Stop, Breathe, and Think. App. Yeah, it's a free app. Okay. I haven't used it in a couple of years. There's... Um, a couple that you do pay for, like they have a subscription, mm. but there are some clips that you can listen to for free. And I would do this with the kids in my class. There would oh, that's so good, Jen. Yeah, wow. there would be an exercise where you listen to a bell, and then mm. as the bell diminishes in sound, then you put your hand up. So you don't listen to it when it rings, you have to listen to it fade. And oh, then you put your hand up. Yeah, so that's really cool because it would calm them down right away. Say if they just came in from recess and they were really hyper. So All wired. Down. Yeah, exactly. That kind of thing. I would put that on and then they would calm right down. See if I was trying wow. to do something with them, but they were just too hyper. I 
just say, okay, we're going to do this now. And it would help me calm down too, because it's hard to stay calm when things are not going the way you want them to go. The fact that you've incorporated meditation, I applaud you for that. I applaud you for that. Thank you so much. And I find that over the last three years as an educator, because I've been working as a teacher since 2012, 2011, 2012, around there. So about 10 years. Wow. That mental health has become more and more of a focus. Even though we always emphasize math and language, mental health is definitely rising in prominence because we see that the way kids talk to themselves and the way they see themselves has a huge impact on how they will do in school. Exactly. I felt for many, many years that the schooling system has been little antiquated and archaic the fact that you've taken the onus to do that with your class is huge that's amazing jen we're trying to create this culture where kids can talk about mental health more freely like how are you feeling for example when they come in from recess there would be a chart at Mm -hmm. the previous school and it would be how are you feeling happy sad angry hyper like all these different emotions it's not just how are you feeling happy or good like how we respond (laughs) like how we adults answer so owning those emotions they it's normal to feel sad or angry and I find that even kids as young as grade two grade three they find it weird that I would say oh I feel sad today or I don't feel happy today like they would find that weird but really that is part of being human and as soon as we accept that then we can kind of work through those emotions and make it productive for ourselves. There are some societies that shy away from expressing your emotions and doesn't allow the child to have an opportunity to really safely express themselves and be open with their emotions. A lot of us come from from family dwellings where <laughs> my at least okay, let me speak for myself. There was times where I would be crying because I was getting, you know, punished or whatnot. And then I'd get yelled at for, for crying and, and I would, that the follow-up would be, I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> yeah, I can relate to that. Or kind of when you see a parent with a kid and the kid's crying, the parent will say, stop crying, stop yeah. crying, right? Like you should be able to express those emotions and they should be encouraged because what is it if you just say, I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling angry as opposed to hitting someone, you know, not being yeah. able to control those emotions. And those skills would carry with them as they grow up say if they have a conflict with someone they could express it in a way verbally that's acceptable and respectful exactly some other means when I was very very young I used to catch some some beatings here and there but as I grew so did they as and they matured as parents and they realized that that wasn't the right approach I'm grateful for the upbringing that I had but there are still some moments within my childhood that I remember and I'm like this is why I'm this way because of these particular instances I understand too that not everybody's at that level and not everybody is as open to understanding that that could be potentially why they behave in this manner. It's frustrating. Like you want to be able to help somebody else out, but people have to go through their own process at their own time. I really liked how you said there's a reason why certain people act the way that they do and how you're going through, okay, so this happened and this is why I am the way I am kind of thing. I think that's such a healthy way to be. I did that a couple of years ago with my anxiety. I found that I was always very anxious especially at work, because I just grew up in this high achieving family. I always had to perform in a certain way that was of a high caliber. So I took that with me to work and I was always very anxious. 
right the time to unpack that then I can move forward from that but for the longest time I just had it over me as a dark cloud and I remember feeling at one point I couldn't get past that I personally live with anxiety as well as soon as I get into that mode or in that moment where I feel like my heart starts palpitating my ears get really warm you know you you start to um, learn to listen to your body more and that, there's so much power in that too, knowing how you're feeling instead of yeah. just feeling it without knowing why. You've shared with me so far a few tactics and tips that I'm now going to look at being more mindful of. The great thing is once people do the work, like address those kinds of emotions, maybe the trauma, whatever they've gone through, that improves their quality of life. Yes. Which is the biggest reward. And I really like your podcast because I feel that with every episode, since your podcast is about mental wellness, you're breaking down the stigma of talking about mental health, which is huge because so many people suffer in silence. That's the worst part. We all go through it. We all go through our own internal battles. I commend you for taking that step, being that pillar for the children because they need it the most, especially right now. Thanks, Karen. That's really encouraging for me. And yeah, I agree with you. The The kids have lost their sense of routine for so long. And it's hard the to... The longest March break I think I've ever seen. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, it's coming to an end soon. <laughs> yeah, and I'm also really encouraged, like I said, by you just um, continuing with your podcast and breaking down this stereotype that, or stigma rather, that surrounds mental health. So good for you. Keep it up. Thank you so much. It has been such a pleasure having a conversation with you. I mean, it's always a pleasure having a conversation with you, but this is a little different, right? (laughs) Hi, and thank you so much for having me on. I really enjoyed it. I want to give you the opportunity of telling all the listeners where they can connect with you, Jen. Jen is fantastic. She's an amazing human being and an even more incredible entrepreneur. So just let them know where they can get a hold of you. This is your plug. (laughs) So if you'd like to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram. I'm pretty active at Elementary Naturals or I have a personal account. I check both of them. So either way, you can connect with me. My personal account is Selwai2020. It's my Chinese name, middle name. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's S-A-U-W-A-I 2020, but probably elementary naturals is easier to remember. So I would encourage you guys to connect with Jen. She's an incredible human being, like I said, and she's a very dear friend of mine. And I'm incredibly blessed and grateful to have had you on this podcast, Jen. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, Karen. And before I go, for those who are listening, if you've listened this far, there's a special discount code for you. (laughs) And it'll be good for the month of September. So the first order, if you give us your email address, you'll get 10% off. But if you've been following along in this podcast, you can use OFBB15 at checkout. Oh, look at you guys. OFBB15 for an extra, um, an extra deal. Jen, you're amazing. You're always hooking up, you know, the, the community. Her products are already incredible and serve multiple purposes um, to get you back to, you know, respecting your body and to taking proper care of it. And the fact that you're offering a deal is so sweet. This is, you guys understand now why I love her so much, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> so it's OFBB15. And it'll be good, let's say, until the end of September. Awesome. So you guys heard it here, OFBB15, to get yourselves a little bit of a discount on some phenomenal products. Thank you so much, Jen, for everything. Thank I you, friend. I look forward to having you again. Potentially, maybe next time we'll have Kyle join us. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah, that would be really fun. But he would hog the mic. So you can just, <laughs> just have him on. I'll be in the background tidying the house. <laughs> That's awesome. Or maybe we can get Theo on. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be something to look forward to for sure. Awesome. Thanks so much, Jen. It's been okay. a pleasure. We'll be back next week with another episode. Thanks, everyone.